Hello everybody and welcome to episode 5 of My Life in Miniatures, or as some people still insist on calling it, Mlim. Uh, my name's John Ashton, I'm from heresyandheroes.com and I will be your host. And this might now just be the most professional intro I've ever done to this. I thought last week's was pretty good, but right now we seem to be on a proper winner. Uh, it's wonderful to have you here, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, this week on My Life in Miniatures I will be joined by Crystal McDowell, who is, uh, she's wonderful, she's the mother of Squigs, and she's going to be telling us all about the miniatures that have shaped her love of the hobby over the time that she's been doing it. I hope this sounds all right. I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the equalizer on my um, on my computer at the moment, and it's all looking quite like I'm being very loud. But I'll re-listen to this afterwards, and if it sounds like I'm screaming into a microphone, um, I'll I'll make sure I dull the volume just a little bit. Uh, it's been a week. This is I'm uh, so I'm coming to you now from Thursday night in the past, uh, right now. Uh, we're on the verge of World War Three, and all of our electricity and gas prices have just shot up. Uh, I'm hoping by the time you listen to this, we'll have got some some tax breaks, and uh, everyone would have calmed down over uh, on on the Ukrainian border because that's that's not terrifying, you know. As someone who was born during the Cold War and and got the tail end of it, and I do actually remember the fall of the Berlin Wall. That was that's a weird thing to remember, but I remember sitting in a in my uh, uh, my mum's house, well, my house. It was my mum. Well, it was my mum. My mum owned it. I lived there, uh, but I remember watching the fall of the Berlin Wall on TV. So that's how old I am. Um, but hey, nothing like rekindling the Cold War. If coronavirus hadn't sold you on the twenty twenties, oh boy, a revival of the Cold War certainly will. I'm just waiting for those Bulgarian umbrellas with poison tips. That'll be really fun. Um, so that's all. That's all pretty wild. That's pretty crazy at the moment. Um, I'm I'm also doing this on Thursday night because uh, I'm I've become the busiest person in the world um, recently. I'm work is totally busy. Like my real work, my real um, job and and life and well, no, this is my real life. But you know the the thing other people think of as my real life. That's all gone pretty um, busy, pretty pretty hectic these days. I'm. Uh, I'm doing my actual job. I'm doing some freelance stuff, and it's and, and do you know what? This is kind of uh, this is a Toblerone. Do you know? Have you ever heard the phrase Toblerone? A Toblerone is the definition. A Toblerone is when someone gives you a delicious piece of Swiss chocolate, but you mo- you moan about it because the sharp, pointy triangle hurts the roof of your mouth a little bit. You know, it's not a real moan. It's just like, oh, everything's going kind of well, but oh, woe is me. And it's kind of like that. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm doing well and I'm, I'm, I'm making a living and I'm happy about that and I'm, I'm good with that. But it does mean that I'm very busy and uh, I've made myself more busy. I've made myself even more busy recently because I'll tell you two things I've got... Go- well, I'll tell you three things I've got going on right now. Uh, first up, this weekend, if you listen to episode four, you'll have heard uh, me talk to Sasha from Hate Club, uh, the Hackney area tabletop enthusiasts who are the loveliest gaming group in the entire world, and I'll hear nothing said against them. A whole bunch of them are coming up to uh, play some Old Hammer games over in Warhammer World this weekend and hopefully I'm going to get a recording session in with one of the people coming up and I've got 
yeah, it's going to be great to see them all, and I'm going to try and make some time to head over to Warhammer World and see them. Because normally when I record this, I record it on a Saturday, but they're going to be here on the weekend, so I'm doing that. Um, I've signed up for a brand new Dungeons & Dragons campaign with some friends, which um, I'm not going to say too much about, but I'm really excited because... Uh, I'm not DMing, which I really like, because normally I get asked to be the DM because I can do funny voices. Um, and I don't mind it. It's fun. I, it, I like being a DM sometimes, but um, I'm just, I, I really want to play D&D where I can just be a character and I can, I can mess with someone rather than everyone else messing with me. So I'm going to do a bit of that. Um, so that's keeping me busy. And I'll tell you what else is keeping me busy. Next week... We have got a hopefully, if everything goes right, as long as no one cancels, as no one, as long as no one's schedules go a little bit crazy, I'm going to be recording three episodes of this show next week. That's right, three whole episodes next week at least. We'll see, we'll see, because you know we all have busy lives, and I, I never pressure my guests, and hopefully they'll be able to do it. But I'm pretty confident and happy about that, and I'll. One of the reasons I'm really happy about that is because uh, around the time that this series is due to end after a certain amount of episodes, don't worry, there will be a season two. I'm already looking forward to season two. But by the time this one ends, I will be on holiday and I don't really want to kind of be recording people while on my holiday because uh, I have to haul my laptop up there fine, but then the recording screen and the microphone and everything else... So uh, we've got lots of things lined up, and that's great. Um, there's been a couple of things appear on the blog. Uh, Eldritch Omens is now live on the blog, which is great. Uh, a review of that. Games Workshop were very kind enough to send it to me. And I think it's absolutely brilliant. And uh, you may accuse me of being a Games Workshop fanboy, but you can't look at this set and not tell me it's fantastic whether you're a chaos player or a, an Eldar player and I'm both right the um the uh, warpsmith I was going to call him the bad guy tech marine for a moment though the warpsmith looks gorgeous Every, like Mauler fiends and forge fiends are just such useful things to have in the toolbox and that kit is great and it's it's it, I mean, it's weird now thinking of that as an old kit. I guess it kind of is, but at the same time, it's so young and fresh, and the Forge Fiend looks great, and the Mauler Fiend looks even better. So having that in there is perfect. The Chosen, I was... Do you know what? When I first heard they were doing them, I thought, oh, God, this is going to be like the Chosen from... Um, what was it? 7th edition, when they did a set with them in it? I thought it was going to be a real unhelpful mix of uh, loadouts and actually you get options you get lots of options in that kit uh, you can really uh, they're geared towards melee 100% but you can mix them up a bit you could do a sort of you know light melee with a bit of shooting or you can do full out full on melee and it's great uh, so I'm looking forward to building those and then you get the Eldar side of it and I mean the ranges are just stunning. And again, so many options, like for heads especially. And they're incredible heads. They're really, really good. The The jet bike ranges are even better because one of the things that is in the, in the guide to building them that I really love 
it shows you how you can have the guy on the back who's got the sniper rifle out. You can have him leaning to one side or the other. You know, that's a nice touch. That is a really, really nice touch. So you can have his gun on one side of the driver's head or you can have it on the other side of the driver's head. And it's just, it's that is a nice touch. And again, so many options, so many things to do. Um, and then there's the Autark. So I've decided that I'm going to put the Autark on the display base that I made for a blog post uh, that came out this week. A bunch of people have asked me over the years, like, oh, how do you, like, they say to me, and like, I'm an expert in this, I'm really not, but I'll give it a go, I'll show people how I do it. There are much more qualified people than me. Like, how do you do a display base? You know, what do we use to make display bases with? And I've put an article onto heresyandheroes.com that shows you this is how maybe you do a display base. It's how I would do a really simple one. It doesn't have to be overcomplicated. It doesn't have to be hard to do. It's just a nice way to frame your miniature. It's, it's not going to win you any awards, but actually no base is really going to win you an award. The miniature is going to win you an award. Uh, this is just a nice way to show it off. So I did one of those, and I've decided the Autark is going on top of that, and I can't wait to get painting that. I'm going to spend like a week painting a yellow chainsword for like a scorpion chainsword no less uh so that's just going to be great uh that's what i'm going to be doing i don't know if i'm going to get a chance to do that next week because like i said we've got lots of recordings going but let's get on to this week because this week we have got crystal mcdoll who i crystal's great she really is I, i'm a huge fan of following crystal on twitter uh she just there are certain hobbyists who are just fun to see what they're doing. And she is one of those people. Uh, she really does make everything seem fun. She makes it bright. She makes it colourful. She makes it engaging. It's not... The, there are no barriers to her work. You can see what she's doing and you can see why she enjoys it and then you can get that enjoyment and it gives you ideas to help you enjoy your hobby as well. And so I had a lovely chat with Crystal. Uh, you're going to hear that coming up in just a moment. But I will say you can find her on Twitter at Crystal McDoll. Uh, and you can also find her on Twitch at Crystal McDoll, where she does wonderful, chilled out hobby sessions. Uh, it's often her or her and her partner just sat down, painting away, building away, and, and they're really regular. You'll get a couple a week at least. And um, they're just wonderful. I tune in every now and again. I'm a, I'm a bit of a lurker. I just sort of tune in and it's just. I hear a nice voice talking nicely about nice miniatures and nice paint jobs, and it is very nice. Anyway, uh, without any further ado, I say that a lot, don't I? Maybe I should get a new catchphrase for this bit, but anyway, that was some extra ado, which I didn't want to ado, so now, no more ado, here is my chat with Crystal McDoll. So, uh, Crystal, it's lovely to have you here. Thank you very much for doing the podcast. Lovely to be here. Um, so, we're going to dive straight into your um, your minis, the miniatures that you've worked on throughout your life. Um, and we're going to start off with your very first miniatures, which were uh, plastic dwarf warriors and goblins that you painted yeah. in a Games Workshop store. Is that right? Yeah, the test minis. Yeah. My first first um, experience at painting miniatures. <laughs> nice, nice. What was it that 
what was it that drew you into the store to actually try that out in the first place? Well, I went to uni with someone that worked for Games Workshop. Right. And I went to visit them in the store up in Brent Cross. A oh, bit nice. of a distance yeah. as well, a bit of a trek. Yeah. Just to like hang out for lunch. And I ended up, I think I spent the whole day there. Nice. And nice. then a couple of weeks later, did it again. <laughs> and yeah, that was yeah. it, I was hooked. Yeah. See, that's how they get you. They say, friend, they're actually a recruiter who's just out to <laughs> draw you in. <laughs> it didn't take long at all, did it? No, no, it yeah, never does. What, 10 years, 12 years later? Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's it's amazing how the time goes, isn't it? That's, uh, mm. But what was it about? So, I mean, I remember those dwarf warriors fondly, all the ones that are in the same position with their axe raised above their head. Yeah. Um, I, I remember seeing ranks of sort of 20 of them. What was it about them that you sort of liked? That I think that's just what was given to me at the time. Yeah. I've got two of the dwarves that I did as testimonies with some different metals, and then I was given a goblin. Yeah. And now I have a goblin army. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, all right. So the the goblin obviously had more of an effect on you. Then. Yeah. Than but, the dwarves. Uh, yeah, and it was just. Although the dwarf is the only one that's based up there, so. Okay. All right. So that's... there is there's hope for the dwarves. Hope for the dwarves. Okay. If you're going to go AOS dwarves right now, would you go? Caradron Overlords, Fire Slayers, or would you go with what are Sissies of Sigmar dwarves? The new ones in that box set. <laughs> new ones. <laughs> the very the... convenient set, the Fire Slayers. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice, yes. I hadn't the even nice thought about that. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, I mean, that those miniatures obviously started the journey for you, but I mean, when you had painted those, do you, you then moved on to, I think I've got the the first one down here is the unit that yeah. you was uh, before this... I ended up committing to the goblins it was it was the steeds the seekers yeah and what was it minutes. what was it about them that that drew you in because I'm a huge Slanesh fan so uh, you know that was well I I'm not really sure it might have been like the influence around me of people telling me what they thought I might like it could just be that there wasn't many things in the store which really were targeted to women Mm-hmm. or had that in mind maybe yeah and demonets did have the uh <laughs> they appeared more feminine than other things in the store yes. so i think maybe that drew it to me but i did yeah. quickly paint a demon prince after that unit i've seen it you sent me the photo of it it's yeah. very nice but but i think i decided that it wasn't that wasn't for me because i painted the big monster mm-hmm. and then i think i bought some trolls those old river trolls. Oh yeah, Trogos now. Yeah, well, they are now. Yes, if we're being correct about these things, yes. And I think I then started building up my uh, goblin army. Yeah, but so but see, I went round the round the park before I got yeah. to the swings. Nice. We got there. Good, good. But I mean, we, so you mentioned um, female representation there, and it's something that's come up a lot over the years with Games Workshop, mm. and um, depending on how much you want to talk about this, you more than welcome to tell me to shut up but um <laughs> like so i i was at this, a similar stage when i came back to the hobby i remember an argument that was when people say there isn't enough there aren't enough miniatures representing women in the hobby and people i remember and very annoying people saying well actually orcs don't have gender and tyranids are all female because they make eggs and it's like well yes but that's not the same thing as women no it's not is it no it's, <laughs> it, does, it doesn't count like what and obviously demonettes are i mean they present also aren't as... they they're um 
not specifically female either, though, aren't they? Well, exactly. They're, they pres- they look female to, <coughs> female to human mortal lines. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what obviously in, in the years since we've had things like the now the adept sororities have, have come out and, and things like that. Do you think it's moving in the right sort of direction? Definitely or? moving in the right direction. I still don't think there's um, enough, but I suppose it could just be me being greedy, but I just, I just want more. Yeah, I want no, more. I get it. Like, yeah, yeah. The main thing I really look at, to be honest, is Blood Bowl. Yeah. And I love Blood Bowl, mm-hmm. but tell me what team I should buy as a new woman coming into Blood Bowl. It's a fair point, yeah. Like, you can't. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they'll do an Amazon team, and hopefully they do it well. Yeah. You know, because... I'm sure they will at one say point. female minis, and something comes to mind. And Games Workshop don't really do that, mm-hmm. but... There are a lot of female minis that are a specific kind of way. And we do yeah. need to be careful because I will get to rant levels. <laughs> no, 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 that's all right. You can have a rant. That's absolutely fine. Because, I mean, with Blood Bowl, I mean, you've got things like, I mean, um, there's Carla Von Kill, obviously. Is, but then I'm trying yeah. to name another one. Um, uh, is there uh, another female star so player? What, Sarah the Slayer? Oh, yes, nope. yes. Oh, and no, uh, no, I think that's two different people. Um, okay, uh, the the Wood Elf um, lady whose name I can't remember. Willow like Rosenbach. That. That's it. Rosenbach. 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 Yeah, yeah. And there is a Slayer. But I can't remember. Carla von Kiel replaced the Slayer though, didn't she? Yeah. Roxana. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah. But there you go. So it doesn't feel like there enough, does it? There's there's a few. No, like what I would like to see is teams that aren't like say look at the ogres mm-hmm. with ogres there's a great team and you can get females in the booster as the yeah. additional purchase yeah 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 or apparently there's some in the nobles i haven't actually built my nobles so i can't say 100 mm-hmm. but i would like to wonder how many of those positionals are women and yeah. is it just the line women are there some female other positionals that might be nice yeah, but it's just yeah. I don't want to be women as an afterthought, you know? They should just be no, they should just it. be normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's you know, when you think like going to something like 40k when there are billions and billions of members of the Imperial Guard or Astra Militarum as we have to call them these days. Um <laughs> the fact that up until very recently when we got the Cap- yeah. uh, Cadian upgrade sprue, we effectively had yeah, it's just sort of um it's ten white it's just dudes. so unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. So unrealistic. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's somehow in a setting that is incredibly unrealistic. They've made it more unrealistic. Which why is, would they uh, limit their soldiers to just men? When yes. there's fifty percent of the population aren't men. Absolutely, I quite agree. Quite agree. It's um, but yeah. So I, I mean, that's obviously with Slanesh, It's all, it's been a problem for um a long time. So when I was um nine i started collecting well no i wasn't nine i was about 11 i started working on a, an emperor's children army mm-hmm. and i did it purely because i found a bit of law i think it was in the original codex chaos and it was about how the emperor's children kept their name because it was the biggest insult they could give to the emperor it was mm-hmm. like the biggest fuck you that they could give the emperor of mankind is to still be called the emperor's children when they are yeah. worshipping. Night it is very slanesh. Yeah, it is. But 
I remember things that were said to me, like painting pink Chaos Space Marines. And I'm not going to repeat them here because I, I don't think I need to. And I think imagine. people can imagine what I, was said to me when I was painting those things. And um, it, it's what I like now, going back to back then compared to now, is that I think, I think personally it's moved on a lot. Yes. And, but yeah, it's, um, I still want to see more progress done because. Oh, I can tell you now that when I started, I refused to paint anything pink because I didn't want that to be, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a girl, of course she can paint it pink. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I actively avoid it. Even now, I barely paint anything pink and I don't try to avoid it now, but it's Mm. definitely in my subconscious. I think I own three pink paints. Maybe a few more now. I'm trying to get more, yeah. but it's just like these. Even like my subconscious is worried yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 just it's a strange time that it all came from, really. But um, it, it seems so far away, and yet there, it still lingers. Uh, a lot of what was yeah. what was. We've... The best thing I think is it that there are. I know, not face to face, but online. These last two years, it's been a strange time. I've made so many relationships online with people that I would never have met otherwise. Yeah. And some of them have really shown me that there are loads of people out there, men and women and non-binary folks, yeah. that all are willing to accept everyone. Yeah. And there's loads of people, loads of men that I, I know that love the colour pink and paint everything pink and ask everyone else to paint everything pink. You yeah, know, and yeah. it's just like the fact that these people are confident about it really does help those of us that aren't as confident. Absolutely, yeah. No, that's very, very true. So, I mean, see, just FYI, this is a bit where I edit out when I'm trying to think of the next question. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying um and er uh a lot, but I'll, I'll, I'll deal with that in a moment. Um, but like, with like, would you actually say now, like, so one of the interesting things looking at the ranges is that Slanesh probably if you look at the mortals of Slanesh and age of sigma actually potentially one of the most balanced ranges in terms of male and female representation mm. and, and everything else in between i think Slanesh is the easiest way for them to do it like it allows yeah. them so much freedom to do whatever they want and people accept Slanesh, yeah. and i think people are open to the better version of Slanesh as it is now yeah um rather than just you know what it was before yeah or what it was seen as before not what it was it's always been how it is mm-hmm. no, that's I feel like true. I said a lot there with not saying anything no no I think, anything. I think I think you're right I mean because when I first encountered it it was noise marines um mm. so that was noise marines and as a young kid who really wanted an electric guitar the coolest thing in the world was a space marine holding a guitar so that was why I've never I, painted one of them Oh, they're really list. fun. They're, they're, they're really good. They're worth it. Uh, especially the new one is, I would say, actually better than the old one. I've got the old one. But, yeah, um, the new Surely one's really good. you just good. need all of them. Well, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> um, I'd quite happily paint all of them. Um, but it, it's weird where Slanesh is that it is sex and drugs and rock and roll. But in the same way that if you if you plaster that on the on a... A, I don't know, a tabloid headline, sex and drugs and rock and roll. 
you'd have lots of people going, oh, oh God, <laughs> where it's actually the truth of the matter is it's, you know, there's, it's far more sort of deep and interesting. And, and Let me lure you in so I can eat your face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's one way of putting it. Yeah, so uh, there's, <laughs> it's probably quite a good slashy way of doing it. So, but, but I'm, I'm intrigued, I guess, because, you know, we started this off talking about your um, your seekers of slash, your um, the steeds. That I didn't paint pink. You didn't paint and pink. And then red and browns and yellows. Red and browns and yellows. But what was it? Do you remember a moment or a specific bit where you just like, no, they're not for me. I don't want to do them. Or, or was it? I think it was dry brushing them. <laughs> yeah, when I yeah, first started, like dry brushing was something that everyone told me I should do. because It made it mm. so much easier. And I struggled so much. Yeah. And as a new painter, looking at that and painting it without dry brushing, but it didn't really appeal to me. No, and then no. I, I saw those trolls and it was just like, you know what, that, that's probably going to be better. Yeah. I also, when I was painting that demon prince, I got quite annoyed because I really wanted the, the scars and the, the runes on him to yeah. glow. And I couldn't paint that. I couldn't yeah, paint yeah. them glowing. So I was like, nah, done with you. Yeah, yeah. Find something that's not going to glow. Yeah, yeah, nice. I think that was, so when I, very, when I got back into the hobby, uh, probably uh, whatever it was, I hate to think about this because it just tells me how old I am. Uh, 12 I'm going to say 12 years it's probably slightly longer no I think it's about 12 years 12 years that's when you got back into the hobby yeah that's when I started the hobby (laughs) Uh, no I'm I'm old I get it it's fine (laughs) um, but yeah I I got back in and one of the first on the day that I went into the games watch for the first time in over a decade I um, went and bought some demonettes some chaos space runes and a demon print and the painting the demon prince who I did sort of white but fading into pink. Mm. That was the first time I um I was like, oh yeah, I enjoy this. I, I quite like doing that. Like just blending colours into each other and making them, mm. you know, smooth transitions between colours. Yeah. Like, so satisfying. Mm, yeah, it, it really was. It really was. And and so okay, we move on to your trolls then. What was it about the trolls that gave you the the encouragement, the flavour that you're, um, that the secret... I can't really remember. Um, there were definitely something I was really excited to build. I think it was five in a unit, five in a yeah. box. Oh. Um, and I decided to try and do my first ever kit bash. And I tried to make a troll look like it was coming out of the water. Nice. I've never finished it. <laughs> okay. It's still. It's all primed. It's all stuck to a base, a square base now, actually, which is unhelpful. Mm. Um, but at the time, it was, again, something that I really wanted to do, but it was beyond my expertise. Yeah. <laughs> Put it aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you go like, back to it? I would, but my painting is so different. I don't think I sent you a picture of those, but my painting's so different now. They are very, very dark, and all of my painting now is so light, and I paint, yeah. I prime everything white before I start. Mm-hmm. to keep it as bright as possible but with them I'm going to have to strip them and start again yeah. and I've got so much that I want to do that it's just not a big list yeah. it's not high up on the list rather no no well it's, it's good to a got huge it. army that's mostly unpainted yeah so it's staying over there out, yeah. out of my way <laughs> you don't have to look at it just... the squigs are painted well the glue is painted <laughs> I, I, I 
we'll get onto the squigs in a bit. We'll, do, we'll, get, <laughs> we'll get there shortly. But I did notice you used um, one of those river trolls in your Blood Bowl yeah, team. Did so um, as a. I was very proud of him. Well, so you should be. Uh, as a you know what? That's probably what made me buy the set, the box. Yeah. yeah. To make that guy. Yeah. Well, that would make sense. That's... But as a Blood Bowl Orc player myself, it's good to know that we can count you among our numbers. That um, was my very first Blood Bowl team. Yeah. And what was it? I mean, because I play with Orcs regularly because I I can't not, because they've they've been so awful to me over the years. It now feels like some sort of, like, if I played with a good Blood Bowl team, it would feel weird. <laughs> Orcs um, are good. <laughs> well, they, they're really fun if you don't really care about the ball. Which, yeah, who cares about the ball? That's not the point of the game. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. Although they do that weird thing. The the last Blood Bowl league I was in, despite being as fighty and smashy as I could be, the best player on my team by an absolute mile was my thrower. Just He's kept, the only one that gets good points. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just kept getting Just points. Almost guaranteed points. He's going to get the ball. He's going to throw it. <laughs> Yeah. And there you go, two SP. Oh, it's changed now, isn't it? Uh, it I don't know how it works now. No, I don't either, actually. Bad to tournament in three weeks, got no idea. <laughs> well, I'm glad someone else is sampling before me because I get, I, uh, yeah. What team I've played you... a couple games and I haven't really noticed much difference, but mm-hmm. I know it's those not much differences. There's going to yeah. be like really small ones that are really important at a tournament. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm just not going to care. <laughs> no, no. Why, why, why care? It's blood bowl. You're not going to care. It's, it's fun. Um, what team are you taking to the tournament? My Blackhawks. Nice. Blackhawk team, because that's the only Games Workshop one that is fully painted. All my <laughs> others aren't Games Workshop, <laughs> so I can't take them. Yeah, well, the, the, it's a bugman. It's a um, Warhammer World. It so is, of course. Yes, I can't Got take a... my frogs on my uh, Amazons. No, no, but I mean the. Photos you sent me of your Blood Bowl team, they all look, they're converted from Iron Jaws, right? They're converted from Orc Boys, hmm. 40k, and those old Black Orcs from Fantasy that were like the arms up position. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those ones. I think I, it was some of my ex's bits. Like, he, <laughs> no, hmm. he had like loads of Orc bits yeah <laughs> i don't know how to say that, that it sounds <laughs> no, right I, I, yeah, <laughs> he I just let it. me use them to yeah. get out my team um hmm. so yeah it's a mixture of those with some goblins i can't remember where the goblins come from riding up the troll on yeah his back yeah. one in his hand they look really fun what, what's the story behind them i just thought it'd be really silly yeah, with well. the, having the troll throwing the goblin and the other one hanging on for dear life <laughs> funnily enough they then made the the mini with the goblin in the phone that made me feel yeah. quite good I was like yes I I started that yes yes really well, done. <laughs> well no you can you can claim it why not I mean yeah uh, it's nice seeing another team so when when I got uh, when this well not this edition of Blood Bowl but the one that just came a couple of years ago came out um I wasn't the biggest fan of the troll model that they came mm. they came out with so I you know I've one. heard that from a few people <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got one of the old rock trolls and mm. turned that into my um, big idiot who yeah. has to have a goblin holding his hand every time because otherwise he just falls asleep or, you know, falls over. He's a bit... The weird thing is he's got... Um, 
he's kind of got like I call it big guy syndrome. So my my troll, if he's if he's trying to beat up like a, a human lineman, he will miss. He'll just push him back or something, you know. Put him up against an ogre and he will bash the ogre's brains in. There you go. Yeah, but it's just really but annoying. You need <laughs> it's, but then my opponents have learned to just keep their big guys away from my troll. And then my troll, I don't know what it is. My dice rolling is so predictable in Blood Bowl that he'll just sort of stand there and dribble. Well, my dice rolling was so predictable. I don't use a troll on my orc team anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, all those, all those ones when no one's holding his hand. Uh, and no. for the life of me, I cannot understand so teammate. <laughs> I just can never get those sequence of rolls correct. Mm-hmm. I just hope my opponent can tell me whether I win or not. <laughs> yes, yeah, I did the same thing. I did for I was like, if I don't roll a six, I don't think I'm I'm gonna it's gonna work. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I, I was in a similar position, but I hey. just don't take control. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, but then I, have to, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or that's learn, true. yeah, <laughs> learn or no troll. I yeah. voted no troll. Yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough. I did it. Um, all right, so let's put blood bowl aside for a moment because I've I wrote down some notes um, mm-hmm. from the me email, too, the email that you sent me. Um, and I have a big square in the middle of my page of notes, which just says squigs. <laughs> because I wonder why. Yeah, well, so you are known for your enjoyment of the small, round, red fungoids. Um, what is it about squigs th- that you love? I have no idea at all. Right. Um, I have had them for years and years and years and years. Like since I started, I've had squigs. Oh, mm. I had metal ones. Yeah, I had yeah. some resin ones. I had some not games workshop ones, and I never really did anything with them until like two about two years ago, maybe three. Yeah, not really sure. And I just started painting them because I'd started painting them years ago red, and I was like, mm, don't want to do that. So I started again. I was like, they don't have to be red. So I painted a rainbow of squigs. And yeah. then everyone was like, oh, yeah, you like squigs. Look at this squig. Look at this squig. And I was like, yeah, I like that squig. And mm-hmm. it just kind of got worse and worse and worse. Or better and better and better. Yeah. And then I finished my cave squig with the loon boss on him. Yeah, yeah. And it was the best thing I've ever done in my life. I loved it. Nice. I've never painted anything as good as I painted that. Because it's right. not probably technically great, but I love it. I love it. I love everything I did. Yeah. And from there, I was like, yes, I am. I'm the mother of squigs. They're all mother my babies. Squigs. Yeah, nice. I like it. So, mother is good. So, your your first squig was um, he is one of my favourite squigs as well. Actually, mm, he's a good what, squig. The, the one with the mohawk. Yeah, the squig yeah. hand. Yeah, he was given to me as well um, by an a very elderly hobbyist. He's going to be eighty six next month. Wow! And he gave it to me probably when I first started hobbying because he got rid of all of his goblins. Um, and gave them away and gave yeah. me some he gave me him I think he gave me some units of spearmen and bowmen um, lots of old stuff that he'd painted um, yeah. he's actually started painting again recently which is lovely nice mm. that's good yeah yeah so I've, he's, he's quite dear to me I've, I, sh- I stripped and painted over loads of mould squigs but not him mm. he's, no. his original paint scheme just with a round base now that's nice. Keep it that way. That's I did buy a new one though, so I can paint another. No, of course. <laughs> it cost me twenty pounds. 
Wow, is that the that's the squig rate? That was a good days. deal. It's mm. more than that. Yeah. The normal ones are about eight pound each. Right. But he's a special squig. Yeah, yeah. Very special. Okay. Um but then your favorite squig, uh if I'm reading the photos correctly, is the the blue squig with the goblin yeah, on top. That's the cave squig that I was talking about. Yeah. With the loom boss. I just yeah. I love it. It's so tech, you know, best colour. That is it's just great. Like it's such a fun model with the mm. the base, the little moon moon squig scuttle thing. I can't remember what yeah. it's called. I, I just I just really like it. I can't yeah. tell you a single thing I don't like about it. Yeah, nice. I mean I suppose it is it does lean into that squigs are apart from the fact that squig is one of the most satisfying words to say in the yeah. entire world um, yes. yeah it's a good one um it's they are just pure fun in a way bundles of energy yeah really in excited a, sharpness yes yes really <laughs> excited sharpness that is a great way of putting them um but i suppose is that in a i always think in a, a universe setting that is all warfare and hatred mm. and dis- the only people that are having fun are the orcs yeah let's well, be honest here. yeah they're doing what they want they're doing what they love everyone else is just full of hate and Absolutely. Angst. Uh, the orcs are having a ruck and that's what they like to do <laughs> but are the squigs the most the purest form of that they are just they are just a ball of teeth yeah um bouncing and around all of the old ones were smiling Yes, yeah. Old metal ones. I just, I think that that's what got me into squigs. When I was looking into buying more, um, after I finished that the first few that I had and then bought my plastic set, yeah. I found all of those old ones with their big round teeth, big round mouths and sharp pointed teeth and they're really like silly noses that like a squig, why has a squig got a nose like that? <laughs> like I just, I just, I loved them. I thought they were so silly, so ridiculous. Yeah, it was just they're just amazing. I think there's so much you could do with them for something that's so, you know, one dimensional. Really, it's just a ball with teeth. And yeah. yeah, I've made a Mario squeeze. So. Well, that was that was the next one I was going to talk to you about was because you sent me the photo and I hadn't seen that before, despite the fact you that haven't I haven't seen that. <laughs> I, I follow you on Twitter and um, have you seen I, my Sonic squig? I had seen your Sonic squig, and I was kind of expecting to see that when you sent the email through, and then. You send the Mario's Mario one. just cursed. Now but, everyone's cursed. <laughs> <laughs> well, why is, why is Mario Squid cursed? He's, he just causes me trauma when I look at him. <laughs> I think I need to go back in and add some more shading. But it's just, you know, fleshy squigs, flesh-coloured squigs are just, you shouldn't do it. You just really shouldn't do it. <laughs> I and I did it. I've done yeah. it a few times now. And it's always a mistake. But that one with his moustache... <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yes i can definitely <laughs> i hadn't thought about it like that i was being quite innocent about the entire thing um no he's cursed i'm telling you yeah but the fact that you made him leaping out of a warp pipe as well yeah that was um just an old plant pot i had because i'm i'm a crafter as well i, I just like random mm. rubbish so yeah. oh, they're cute little plant pots let me buy them and then when i was i got mario squig was a um a request on my Twitch stream so my viewers can redeem 10,000 shards or something yeah. and then tell me to make one of the silliest squigs they can think of. 
Right. That was Mario's squeak. And I was like, oh, how am I going to make a Mario squeak? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so it all escalated from that. So green stuff, <laughs> moustache, green stuff, hat. And a, yep. and a little, uh, what's the thing called? The raccoony thing. It's got a tail as well. Oh, the tanuki. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. it. That's the one. Nice. So... He's metal as well. He's so top heavy. <laughs> yeah, yes. Hard to balance, I'm sure. But I have resin ones. I use the metal one. No idea why. Well, I, I mean, you give us metal Mario. So, you know, um, <laughs> that that might be it. I don't know. That's grasping at straws. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay, so you've done Mario, you've done Sonic. What else has come out through the... The crazy squig portal. Um, have you seen the Witcher squig? Yes, I have seen the Witcher squig. We've got the Witcher. We've got a Yogi Bear rugby playing squig. That's actually one of my favourites. He's got a tie around his head. This <laughs> is Yogi Bear colours and stripy like rugby shirt. <laughs> nice, nice. I've done loads, but now I can't think of any. Oh, let me have a look. I, just, I mean, you, you called it the Witcher squig, but He's... why? Why did you not go for Geralt of Squiggy? <laughs> That is what it's called, but I just couldn't okay. remember what his name was. I've actually got a list. Right. Let me find my list of various squigs that I've created. For for listeners at home, Crystal is going through her notebook right now, <laughs> uh, finding I can't us. find my list. It's in there somewhere. But you don't have oh, to Oh, here it is. Okay. So we've got, oh, Bumble Squig. How can I forget Bumble Squig? I don't think I sent you a picture of that either. No, no. So that is a... On a, camera. That is a, that is a Bumblebee Squig. Yes, that's quite... With resin wings. <laughs> That was, ooh, that was the first one I made, that one. That's the mouth just looks terrifying. Yeah. I, I'm actually so happy with that one. That was the first time I painted teeth, and I was yeah. so happy with how I painted those teeth. Mm-hmm. You got a good recipe for teeth? Um, I paint them white or whatever bone colour I want to paint them, and then I use thinned down CPR and Agrax. Okay. Thinned down with contrast, um, Lamia la medium. Yeah, yeah. Get a good shake and really, really thin it, and then you just layer it on the edges until you're happy with it. And when you've got a nice gradient on the teeth, I just get a really dark wash and outline all the teeth. That's it. Yeah. Simple. Yeah, nice. That's really good. Oh, simple's good. Yeah, yeah. So when you find a simple recipe that works well, that's very nice. Yeah. But- I always do my squig mouths the same, so the teeth are always like that, and then mm. the gums are always pink, blended into whatever color the squig is, and the yeah. tongues are always yellow. It's the only way I can tie them together <laughs> with their gums and their tongues and their teeth. See, yellow tongues reminds me of when I was a smoker and like you'd wake up in the morning after a night out and you'd had 20 fags the night before and you just oh. had a sort of horrible yellow tongue. So, so that sounds horrid. <laughs> it, it was, it was. That's why I don't smoke. Well, that's one of the reasons I don't smoke anymore. Mm. Um, but yeah, so sorry, I was interrupting the list of crazy, <laughs> wonderful squigs. Oh, <clears throat> what I'm working on now is a Crystal McDowell squig. Oh, okay. Squig doll. Yeah. I've given it a ponytail and a fringe. I think that sums nice. me up. We've got a Thorin squig on the way from Lord of the Rings. Lovely. A conjoined squig. Okay. What's one? And another cat squig. We've cat got squig, a pirate sorry. squig that I've done. We've got, I did a bomb squig, but painted it in black and white. We've got a luchador squig. Cool. Blastoise squig. How could I forget him? That's very oh, and cool. And Did Squigward as well. <laughs> Squigward. And the Hitcher. Have you seen Mighty Boosh? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The Hitcher? Yeah. There's a Squig yeah. of him too. Nice. I'm just still... Tra- 
Well, it's good. It's amazing. It's it's you have taken you turned squigs into an art form. Yeah, but you know, for some reason, I used those out of production squigs that you can't actually really get easily anymore. Yeah. So now I'm having to go onto the plastic squigs, and I I don't think it's quite the same. No. Don't think they're as char- characterful. So they don't quite look as ridiculous. And this almost believable. Yeah, I mean, but that's an interesting thing, though, because I mean. I, I absolutely get what you're saying. What is it about? I mean, I, I was talking to um, uh, Sasha, who is going to be the podcast before this. I, it hasn't come out yet in the real timeline, but in the timeline of this podcast, it'll come out the week before this one comes out. Um, about there was that period of Led's Metal Miniatures, there was a wonderful sort of enthusiastic amateur. Um, thing about the sculpting process it was Mm. people made things with um an extra amount of sort of love and passion and because they wanted to do it do you think that's true with with the squigs as well there's definitely more seriousness to the new squigs yeah they seem more of a serious oh actually how would this really look if this existed yeah you know i feel like before they were just they were more fun I like the squigs now, especially that cave squig. But yeah. the old squigs were just little people almost. I don't know how to explain what I'm saying in my brain. They were little characters. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, you look at each different one, you can imagine that they all know each other and they all hang out in a little gang and they nip at all the goblins as they run past, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And the new ones just feel like they're more focused. Yes. Intent. They've they've lost that a bit of the crazy that made yeah. them so special back then. I mean, not that they're not still special. But, um, um, when they they came from, oh, what did they come from? There's I've seen loads of talk quite recently about how they came from Tyranids. Was they called yeah. a niggly beast or something? Squiggly oh, beast. Squiggly, yeah, something like that. Yes, they they were. So they started as something that was more as yeah. a nuisance, right? Yeah, they were kind of what what would eventually become ripper swarms um, for the Tyranids. But yeah, squigs were the. I suppose squig was kind of a word that was just used as a small, gribbly little weird thing that ate stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I think I don't think it was necessarily designed to be just you know to come from the yeah. Tyranids, but the Tyranid ones were the first ones that got mentioned. I feel like now it's more of a focused thing, whereas yeah. before they were just. Yeah. you know here's a random squiggly beast yeah now they are squigs so it's slightly different different yeah. concept maybe yeah i mean i always just said it was because some sculptor had a bit of a lump of leftover green stuff and was like oh i'm just gonna put <laughs> yeah. some teeth i i it. completely imagined that that's right yeah. you know um and even the old squigs i think they was sculpted by was it kev adams oh i will take your word for that one let me have a look quickly, if you can. Let me just do yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, because I'm do. pretty sure it's him. Obviously, you can cut this bit out. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Crystal is currently studying the Wikipedia of squigs. Squigopedia, I presume, is is called. If, if, <laughs> if Squigopedia doesn't already exist, how have you not created Squigopedia? Uh, actually, you know, I think it does exist. <laughs> okay. Not exactly as the Squigopedia, uh, but yeah. there is a page that documents all of the squigs. Yeah. But can, I can't remember what it is. Right. I'm pretty sure it's Kev Adams. I can't find it. Yeah. Um, 
But basically, he's sculpted all those old squigs, or some of them at least, and yeah. he's now sculpted some. Uh, I don't think they're called squigs now, are they? <laughs> he's sculpted something that looks very similar to squigs, right? Um, for another company. Okay. And obviously, I bought them all. <laughs> um, and they they're just so so nostalgic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've got that character they're, from. I'm going to paint them. They're going to be for me, and I'm not going to uh, modify them at all. Mm-hmm. at all but nice. it's just nice that he's still going and he's still yeah. doing it and there's definitely loads of people that love it as much as I love it nice that's wonderful well yeah but I'm just saying I've given you the name Squigopedia if you want to use it it's yours <laughs> I won't charge you for it I just rename my stream to Squigopedia well yeah or create a website copyright the name whatever you want I'm sure Games Workshop won't have a problem with someone copywriting Squigopedia it'll be fine um, <laughs> or it depends yeah. how you spell squig yeah, you could do it. S-K. I spell it with a K and a W. There you go. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it. That's that's how you beat the lawyers. That is. Uh, I don't think they'd sue me. Nah, you'd be fine. You'll you'll be all right. So, just for the viewers at home, oh, viewers, why why do I keep saying viewers? Is listeners, listeners at home? Um, Crystal sent me a very useful link to Nash's herd, which is indeed Kevin Adams' uh, new. Um, you're not allowed to call them squigs. You have to call them Nash's collection. And they are wonderfully, um, <laughs> like, just they're bonkers and nuts and they're everything that the old metal squigs used to be. So uh, <laughs> if you are indeed looking for some new old squigs, um, check them out. You can find them on nightmareminiatures.com. And um, <laughs> I might be buying myself sets. Just I should have them. sent you a link to the pointy bitey sticks as well then. <laughs> squigs on sticks <laughs> goblins <laughs> squigs on sticks like sticking in that oh uh, right I thought you, I, I had a it was either squigs on pogo sticks or squigs on stilts <laughs> which both would be wonderful <laughs> um, alright well no we're going to put squigs aside I'm going to I'm going to lure you away from the squigs um, for a moment because uh, I want to talk to you about uh, a very big dragon Oh my goodness, that dragon. Yeah. So uh, when Games Workshop were releasing um, the two, Crondis and Karazai, I think they're both called, mm. aren't they? Um, they sent you uh, the kit to, to play around with. And actually your interpretation of it, I felt, and this isn't me just blowing smoke because you've agreed to be on my podcast. I actually, when I saw your one, I was like, oh, wow. That's, you know, I, I hadn't, really wanted those dragons and then the blending between the colors you did because your your crondis was turquoise to pink actually wasn't it That's, uh, yeah and almost the trans flag almost almost yeah almost. i was very but, tempted just to put the extra in there yeah, to yeah. make it but i couldn't really see how i could get it to work in a color scheme so yeah. i just left it as a subtle yeah. Subtle representation. But so talk me through when when you get a kit like that, because it's it is a monster, and both in the sense that it is literally a monster, because mm. it's a dragon, but it's it's a huge kit. How do you approach something like that? Um with panic. Oh, fair lots enough. And lots of panic. Yeah. Um I've never built anything as big as that. I've never painted a dragon. Oh, okay, I've painted a dragon. I've Went to Warhammer World once and saw the green dragon. 
yeah in the case on the way up to the gallery mm-hmm. it's not where it is now it's moved now um but i fell in love with it instantly is that and the one that's got its arms out like that yeah yeah i've, I've got <laughs> one of them he's just I, called green dragon yeah and i, I call... painted that one and he's green and blue but he's yeah. moot green and Sotek blue i painted so green, green as well I've got really? one. I, I bought one because I, I when I worked the games. Mood green to flash kits. Uh, no, I just it was pure. I did pure green, and I, but I did flash kits yellow in the eyes. Me too. Uh, Actually, yeah, yeah. did I? Might have been blue eyes. But I, I blue eyes. I used to walk when I when I worked at Games Workshop. I would every week. I'd probably take a little stroll through the the exhibition hall, and mm. my favorite thing, regardless, like there's so much amazing things in that hall or so many amazing things in in that exhibition center but being greeted by that little dragon who's just stood mm. at the front with his arms out yeah. and I, and i can his voice to me is like mm. like that <laughs> sort of noise he's making he just looks so in like in modern standards he looks so naff but he's so adorable i love him i think he's just amazing yeah, um, yeah. the kit itself my partner bought it for me last year sometime. Yeah, yeah. And I was a bit like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> How does that go together? Yes. Yeah, so I, had I glued thing. it, green stuffed it, mm-hmm. and just made it kind of blend in. Was it the, because with me, it was the neck joint. It was where the neck joined onto the and torso. the wing joint as well. Yeah, the wing joint was bad, but it's just, I, so I mine's kind of got. tail joint as well. Yes. But mine's kind of got yeah. an Adam's apple because of the, the way I had to stick his like <laughs> neck onto his torso. I can't remember what my neck looks like, but I, I don't remember doing too much sculpting now. I remember doing sculpting like on this area, mm-hmm. the collarbones. Yeah. And on his groin area, mm-hmm. like where I had had the yeah. green stuff coming round. Yeah, his legs I did not fit. had too much. Yeah. No, the legs <laughs> the legs did not fit on that kit at all. But it's it's such an amazing mission. Well, I'm so okay. That's wonderful. You 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 like the the best dragon yeah. that games. So that's the biggest made. dragon I've ever painted, and he's not that big. No, he's really and not. He's tiny. That plastic kit, and I was just like, how do I even? So I built it, and yeah. I tried to use a bit of both, and I made it my own a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I had to decide how to paint it. And I could not decide. It was either just like my little green dragon. Yeah. Or it was completely Sotek blue. Right. Uh, and I had I had to represent Sotek, so, so painted oh. blue. Um, but I couldn't, it, at first it was all blue. And yeah. I knew I couldn't keep it all blue. But trying to decide what, because I knew I was going to do a really bright green base. And then his skin was bright blue. Mm-hmm. Turquoise tea colour now. Yeah. I, I just couldn't it took me ages I had that model for so long before I finally just got down to it and painted it just because mm. I was so overwhelmed with how big it was and yeah. it ended up so earlier we talked about how much I struggled with dry brushing yeah. most of that model is dry brushed yeah yeah, yeah. and I and I really pushed myself out of my comfort zone it's probably not the model I should have done it on but I, I'm so happy with the result this at first result. I wasn't until it actually got posted and I got the responses back from everyone that looked at it and told me what they think, it really made me feel better because yeah. I was so unsure. Because he, no. I've painted him like joy, like, mm-hmm. like you know, like a, a really happy fae frolicking in a meadow. Yes, yes, you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah? Well, the- and that's not what I got from the box. 
I was like, this is what I want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then people got that and it, it stood out and it looked something rather than nothing. Oh, it so. looks very much something. It was, it's, <laughs> uh, it, I think that was the first time you and I chatted with each other about yeah. miniatures on, on Twitter. But yes, it was... Um, you say frolicking in a meadow and the dragon itself is beautifully painted. But the base is, I think, you're... You have a thing with bases where you seem to make them very, it's like old school fantasy in terms of the look, but it's it looks sort of new in terms of the You execution. just got to go all out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, no hold back. You, it's always covered in flowers. It does look like a meadow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even the tiniest squigs have flowers on. Unless yeah. there's no room on the base for flowers, I will try and put flowers on everything. Yeah. With my. Um, 40k kind of stuff and my more urban setting stuff mm-hmm. I, I do struggle with myself because I want to put flowers on so I yeah. bought myself some other kinds of tufts that I can pretend are flowers right and like right okay. thistle tufts and <laughs> yeah, yeah I just with basing you've just got to have fun with it and not worry if you mm. ruin the base get a new base like it's just That's so easy to, to overcome yeah. Like you can always clip the base off. You can always do something. So just don't let it hold you back. I always go maximum contrast and as much stuff on it as I can get on it. And I like raised bases. Yeah. I have some very tiny squigs on some very big bases and it amuses me no end. It just makes me so happy. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, no, that's, that's a really good tip, actually, for anyone doing that. Because, I mean, I, I hear it a lot from hobbyists where they say, I hate doing bases. I don't know how to do bases. I don't know, you know, what should I do with my bases and things. But you're right. Yeah, just go all out. And I used to be like that. Yeah. I used to hate basing. I used to make my ex-partner base all of my minis. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was that clicked. But I think it was I started doing mood boards for one of my Blood Bowl teams. Okay. And I think that was, I think it was my slam team. It was even my slams on my Amazon. My Amazons are all really green with some spotting of flowers and some bare areas. Yeah. That was the first time I'd really used flowers and lots of grass. Yeah. And then for my slant team, I've done like um, a red swampy foresty kind of thing. Yeah. And trying to come up with the bases, I did loads of test bases. I bought loads of different resources and materials. And I just mm-hmm. had such a good time that it kind of like lit a spark and from then i just love basing especially sand in the bases i don't know what it is Mm -hmm. i just find it so therapeutic it is i sand every single base and it is the best feeling yeah yeah yeah. really thick glue yeah yeah really thick glue and where do you get your sand from because obviously gw don't sell it anymore so uh i had a pot of sand i've had for ages i don't know where i got it from but recently i've been buying it from rival crafts okay Nice, nice. Um, and I've got loads of different. Or well, I've got some of it's Rivalcraft. Some of it is. Um, there's a company that do model scenics. Maybe it's model scenics, something Could like be. that. Yeah. And they have like different scale ballast, ballast, yeah, yeah. like different yeah, yeah. scale rocks. So it's just a mixture of loads of different rocks, a slate, some random rocks that Rivalcraft do, some beach sand, and it's all in one pot. And I just shake it up. And I dip all my minis in, and then I put on whatever I want specifically on it. Lovely. I like it's it. It's so easy. It's, it's so fun. And it's so satisfying, isn't it? It's just, it really is. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, so moving on from your 
brilliant dragon and its brilliant base. We've got a um, uh, couple of last things to talk about. Uh, the Dominion set. Uh, I've seen some of the cruel boys you've painted from Dominion. Um, again, very, very bright colours. Yes. Blues and yellows. And how are you getting on with the cruel boys? Um, I haven't done any more since then. No, sadly. fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I keep doing stuff and it takes my time. Yeah. Um, but with those, I actually, I've only painted two. I painted the, the Nash Tooth with the, I can't remember what the boss is called, with the boss killer. Yeah, yeah. Maybe him and I painted the guy with a tongue standard there. Yeah, that's I really like that one. Yeah. And I painted them similar, but they are actually a bit different in their color schemes. And I much prefer the second one Mm -hmm. um, with the bright blue and like the, I think it was Dark Reaper on his robes. And it looks really nice. And I kind of tried to texture the robes. So it's a project that I really want to put my time and energy into, Mm -hmm. but I don't want it to be squashed into something else i want it to have its own moment in my time yes but i don't want to just start doing it and then put it aside Mm -hmm. so i've put it all aside so that i can focus on it so here's a question i have for you which is a little bit off script because it wasn't something i was going to talk to you into uh, talk to you about until you just mentioned that um but so you you do twitch a lot yeah um and you have a stream crystal mcdoll on on twitch if anyone's looking do you find that is that useful for focusing you to do hobby? Because I mean, I yes. I don't do that sort of thing, and I just sort of I'll, I'll paint that space marine tomorrow, like whatever. You find it useful for for pushing you to do that? Yeah, it's part of the reason why I actually started it. Part part of it was I was I was quite lonely. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, everyone was lonely, but I started yeah. it just thinking maybe my friends would tune in and hang out with me. And it would motivate me to do some hobby every stream. Yeah. Um, and I have never hobbied as much as I do now. But I'm also getting a lot less done, I think, mm-hmm. because my painting has changed. Yeah. And the yeah. way I paint is a lot slower. Yeah, yeah. So even though I am constantly hobbying, on stream with the distractions from chat and then, like, the other things we do on stream and then, like, talking – I get almost nothing done, yeah. <laughs> but I still am actively doing it. Yeah, yeah. So it helps me feel motivated and it helps me enjoy my hobby. And I absolutely love when, because obviously I've got a Discord alongside it. Yeah. So people post into the work in progress section on the Discord and we have a look at it all together on stream mm-hmm. and we talk about it. And I just, I really like work in progress shots and I like seeing the steps that people took to get to that end result. Yeah, it's, I just it's one of my favorite things to do, and I do that so often in stream. They add to me doing less, which is amazing. I'm just like yeah. the queen procrastinator on stream. Nice, I like it. So yeah, all right. Um, that, well, that's really interesting to know because um, you know anything that helps us do more hobby, I'm I'm all for for that. Um, so we're going to talk about the last thing you've been working on uh, up to this point. Uh, a snotsling blood bowl team. <laughs> yeah, it's a commission that I've got to get done in about what day we I've got about 15 days left. Right. And there's so many snotlings. <laughs> <laughs> there are quite a few, aren't there? I finished the troll. Cool. That's it. 
All right, nice. <laughs> no, I'm, they're literally on my desk next to me right now. I've got a pump wagon on the go. The other one's been put to the side because I can't focus on both of them. It's just too much. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to really lean into contrast. Right. But at the same time, it's not. I'm just using it as another layer, so it's not really helping me at all. Um, I did try, though. The attempt was there. Yeah, no, yeah, no. They fine. look, I, I really like them. They're very yes. bright. Very colourful. What sort of what sort of, is it, uh, is the the words Sotek Green going to come out of your mouth again? <laughs> oh yes, yeah. The troll course. is very Sotek blue. Yes, Crystal is showing me the troll, and that is very Sotek blue. <laughs> yes, yes. However, the snotlings aren't too bad. Well, yeah, bright green, yeah, blue yeah, green, yeah. Um, with a gauze blaster highlight, shaded with Sotek blue. <laughs> Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm almost ashamed. Ashamed. I said so. Take green at one point. Well, this yes, is for... I'm correcting you. Yeah. Subtly. No. Thank you. Yes. I, I don't have to remember the names. <laughs> it's not a things. green. It is a blue. Yeah. I'm one of the worst people when someone says, "How did you paint that?" And I said, "Well, I got the um, you know, the red, the red color." <laughs> they're like, "This what? Mephiston red, corn red, evil sun scarlet, Caraburg crimson." I'm like, no, no, the other red. Well, I almost that agree red. with you on reds. Like I only I don't have too many reds. I have mm. like probably five reds. I have fifteen blues. Nice. There's a difference. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, that's just Games Workshop. Yeah. So maybe yeah. more than that. No, I don't. Um, I, I don't look into my army painter and Vallejo ranges when I try and calculate how many paints I've got. Cause it just <laughs> terrifies me. I feel um, like the problem is with reds, reds, oranges, and purples. Or really do they could be any of those? Whereas mm. blues and greens are a little bit harder to pin down. Mm, okay, yeah, that's, that's fair enough. That's yeah. theory. That's that's, that's, a, that's a theory. That's your that's a perfectly allowed theory. Um, where do you stand on? Because um, I would say snotlings are among the most characterful of the orc thingies. Yes. How do they how do they stack up to squigs? They're pretty good. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> I've pretty collected fun. some very cute old hammer grots, let's call them. Yeah, yeah. From tiny ones to bigger ones, all doing very ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. I've got some passed out grots, some drunk grots that are drinking, some hugging grots, some thieving grots, you know? Yeah. There's yeah. a lot you can do with grots, whereas that's... squigs, there's less you can do with squigs. Squigs are less versatile, yes. But, but I do uh, love them both equally. They're equally good children. Oh, wow. I'm surprised you put... Snots and grots up there with squeaks. But yeah, fine, fair enough. Definitely. Like, definitely. Especially when they've got like their bums hanging out and they've got really like weather beaten bottoms. <laughs> pink well. ear tips and pink nose tips and then pink bum cheeks. Nice. It's the way. <laughs> it is the way. That's delightful. Yes. Um, <laughs> What's I've, not to love about that? I, I totally agree. Absolutely. It's, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I had the old Snotling pump wagon and it's still, I regret. I'm so sad I don't have that. I sold it when I was really young because. Mistaken. I, yeah. I got I got to 13 and I was like, I don't need this Games Workshop stuff anymore. And it all oh, went no. to car boot sale. Um, <gasps> yeah. Then there's a few models that I would have back and I'm heartbroken that I don't have them. I mean, I could go onto eBay, but. Um, You'll be paying a lot. Yes, exactly. I tried to buy a pump wagon. I'm pretty sure it was about 50 quid. Wow. Yeah. I, I, 
probably but that paid, makes you sad as well. I probably paid about four ninety nine for mine. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I know. I can't. I think it was well, it was in a blister pack. Actually, I'm pretty <clears> sure it was. I've got an old Varag blister over here. All right. How much is he? Two pound fifty. Nice. £2.50. Yeah, Can yeah, you imagine yeah. that going for £2.50 now? I'm old enough to remember it. That's well, lucky you. <laughs> well, yeah, but I didn't Some keep of us weren't so I? lucky. Well, yeah. It's, well, I was chief enough to sell it all though. All right, Crystal, I'm aware that we've taken up lots of your valuable time. I've got two questions to ask you that I finish all of these podcasts with. Mm-hmm. The first one, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to. Um, the first question is what's your favourite paint Sotec blue you almost closely followed by Ghoul's Blaster green okay I'm glad we got that's I used to highlight it yeah yeah. my blue is always Sotec green and then Ghoul's Blaster green that's my blue yeah yeah. isn't that great though yeah yeah that's absolutely fine Um, like I said I was was expecting that answer but I'm glad we got the Ghoul's green in there as well um Final question. Uh, if you could paint one miniature this year, anything from something you invent out of your own head to something that's in production now or rumoured to be coming out or anything, what would be the one miniature you would paint now? Well, that's such a hard question. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the paint one was easy, so you, you have yeah. to have a hard one to, to, to end up. You know, what I've wanted to paint for a while but I haven't managed to buy myself is an old metal... B-key, Space Marine. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't know specifically, but I'm sure I've seen those really like, you know, like straight poses <laughs> as if they're like up against the wall. Oh, yes, yes. Those kind of poses, those kind of old Space Marines. Mm-hmm. The closest I've managed to buy is a Scout. Um, and I don't even know if it's a 40K one or a Necromunda one or what. It's a mm-hmm. Scout and it is old and it is metal. Yeah. I want an old space marine. That's an what old, I want. An old beaky. An old space marine. That's what I would like to paint this year. Apart from everything else that's on my list. Yeah, well, we've, we've all got the lists. It's uh, <laughs> Yeah. But all right, well, I really hope you find your old space marine. Um, <laughs> Crystal, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on My Life in Minis. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's been lovely on. That was a bad, bad word. It's been lovely talking to you today. <laughs> it's, it's all right, I'll edit that out. <laughs> yeah, I thought you might. <laughs> Sorry, Crystal, I left in one of my bad edits, uh, which I should have edited out. So I left yours in because it was funny and it was it was good. Uh, everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that. That was me chatting to Crystal McDowell. As I said, you can find her on, on Twitter at Crystal McDowell. Uh, and I really genuinely cannot stress enough how much I enjoy uh, hanging out, doing some hobby when uh, Crystal is doing her Twitch streams. Again, just search for Crystal McDoll on Twitch. It's well worth your time. If, if, like me, you like having someone to listen to and hang out with while you're doing some painting, even if you're all on your own, Crystal is one of the best bits of company that you can possibly have. Um and I, I, I do feel bad that I left that last bit in because uh, I said I'd edit it out, but I didn't. I left my bit in at the beginning, well, like 20 minutes into our chat where I, I messed up. So I don't feel so bad. We both, one each, I think is fair. Um, 
yeah, that's our show for this week. Next week, uh, I'm going to hopefully be recording that on Sunday. And then, like I said at the beginning, we've got a few more um, lined up to be recorded, and I'm kind of working on a, a grand finale at some point for season one as well. I don't, well every, everyone in this season has been great so far, and everyone's going to be great going forward, and so I'm not too worried about that. But there you go. Um, I think it's time to let you get on with it. I hope you've had fun. I hope you've been sat there listening to us have a chat about a lot of squigs, a lot of squigs, and a very cool dragon. And uh, we've got some, you know, interesting stuff there as well. Some, some, uh, I wouldn't say heavy stuff, but I'd say like, you know, we we talked about some some issues with that the the hobby touches on a little bit. And um, yeah, so I hope you've had fun. That's what I hope. I hope you've had fun. I hope we've been good company. I hope we've given you someone to listen to and enjoy uh, while you do uh, your hobby. Um, may your brushes have sharp points. May your clippers have sharp edges. May your paints be effervescent and illuminated and beautiful. And I hope you do some wonderful hobby. And do let me see it. You can always get hold of me at Heresy Heroes on Twitter or you can. Come to my blog at heresyandheroes.com. I didn't need the extra at in there, but we'll work that one out. Um, yeah, so that's it. There you go. That's another show done. It's in the can. Uh, and yeah, happy, happy hobbying. Have a lovely week, and I will see you next Sunday. <laughs>